Hey guys, good afternoon, night or whatever it is. I'm Angela Bless and today we're talking to um, a coach and a trainer. I'm going to have him to introduce himself in a minute. And this is Jive Talk Sports Podcast. Like I told you guys before, I produce this podcast and my intention is to not do it, but get, um, hand it over to other athletes, coaches, so forth, anybody that's playing sports so that you can, uh, so that they can tell their stories. Um, they can talk about coaching and all other stuff. Um, the amazing thing about this guy that's about to come on, he does a lot for the community. Um, his heart is in it. He's very dependent. He's very he's very organized. That's one thing I like about him. And his yes is yes and his no is no. He don't give a darn who makes him mad. So, you know, I really appreciate him. Uh, actually, he was my first interview also when I emerged from the other radio station. Had me out there in that hot sun and everything. I thought I was all pretty and stuff walking up out there with that suit on. I had to go change my clothes in that sun. But I'm going to have him to introduce himself and let, let, him, um, let him tell you guys what he do for a living. Go ahead. Uh, good afternoon. This is Coach Trevor Thornton of uh, Cutback Running Back Academy, Tampa, Florida. Oh, he already said it. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> so, how, how's your day going so far? It's okay. I'm ending it now, so pretty good. Not bad. So, what made you come up with your um? That's your that's your business, right? Cutback yeah, Running Back. That's your... yeah, that's my brand. So, what made you come back? Um, come up with that 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 name, Cutback Running Back Academy. Uh, Man, it, it kind of was like a knee-jerk. It was a knee-jerk reaction. It just happened. Mm-hmm. But um, for years, parents been, you know, I was asked to to train kids before training was really like a, a the baby boomer that it is. And um, I just, you know, I, I wouldn't say I ran from it. I just wasn't comfortable with doing it. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, all of a sudden it just it just hit me. Once it hit me. I just started doing it, and um, and I created the brand and and hit the ground running, so to speak, and been doing it ever since. That's awesome. Did you play any type of sports while you were in school? Yes, ma'am. I grew up in uh, Tampa, played football here, played high school here at Tampa Catholic, uh, was quarterback there, uh, played football, so at uh, junior college, and then finished up at Miles College while I was a, a quarterback and running back, kick returner. And um, some semi-pro experience around here, uh, Clearwater Bears, Clearwater Vipers, um, played over in Europe, Amsterdam Rams, Amsterdam Crusaders, uh, three Germany teams. I can't name them right now because the name's too long. I can't pronounce them with my (laughs) grammar. That's okay. So, and I played quarterback there and running back there, too. Some some arena football, too, experience, indoor football. Uh, I've been around. Oh wow! Around. I said I didn't know you did all of that, so I I had no idea about you. So you learn something different and new about a person every day, and this is why you do not judge a book by its cover till you get the full story, till you read the full book. You know, some people can be deceiving, but anyways, but yeah, I like how you have your formation now, you, how you're um, organized, you're dedicated, and you just really don't have time for the bull. Either you come and learn and get what you need and move on, or just you know you don't have time for that. So we're gonna, I'm gonna throw some question out on you. Just be honest. I, I'm sure some stuff that you want to talk about so let's let's start with number one parent interference what can you tell me about parent interference that you do not like and what do you do love about it yeah parents um i think the 
I, honestly, I think the single, the single parents, the single, single mom, I think they're the best and the most, most cooperative out of the parents. And, and a lot of, um, um, a lot of, a lot of kids have just that one parent. And most likely it's the mom. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a, wow. How can I explain it? So many ways to explain it. Um, as a whole, I would just say this, not to just beat around the bush. I think parents are interfering now more than they ever did. And it's kind of irritating <laughs> because a lot of parents living, a lot of parents living through these kids. Yes. And not letting these kids, not letting, not letting these kids create their own identity. Yes. You know, they, they interfering with kids. They, and you know, they, they damaging, actually what they're doing is they, you know, they, they just interrupting a lot. Mm-hmm. Cause we all know that what's going, what's really going on now is these kids, they're impressionable. So when they hear their parents talk bad about a coach, they're not going to play for that coach. Cause just off of what their parents say, mm. you know, so it's a lot of parental interference, parents being competition with each other. My baby this, my baby that. Yes. And, and you have, you know, you would think that these kids going to soon as they graduate high school, they going to the league the way some of these parents are. And it's kind of, you know, like I said, man, it's just the main thing is that it's irritating. You know, they just interfere a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of jumping from team to team. Oh, yes. Parents, it's, it's not the kids that's thinking they're entitled, it's the parents. So and it's not the kids mm-hmm. that's changing. It's, it's a different era and these kids are different. Yeah. But the kids are, are not different from the word. Uh, they're not different. They're not really any different than we are, than we were as kids. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the way society is set up now. You know, you got to be, it's a, everybody impressionable now. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody want to be, you know, everybody want to be liked now, want to be accepted. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody wants to, nobody, nobody wants to um, walk by their own feet no more. Uh-huh. It's almost like it's a popularity contest out here. It is, and I, I see it all the time. And when you say parent interference, I today, um, yesterday, I had to um go and help my son sign college applications. Um, so um, you know, a situation went on that we he can go to school for free in Florida, and so I was just telling him, hey, you're not going to Missouri. And I had to step back because I kept I kept saying, even though he's 18, you know, he keeps telling me he's grown, but you're not grown till you pay your own bills and stuff. You're not legally grown till you're 21. But anyway, I had to still back off because that's still going to be his path in his life that he wants to he has to live. Now, the only thing I always told him, remember now, the farther you move, you got to remember you got to come home for holidays and all of that. Who's going to keep coming back and forth yeah. and take all that stuff i said but if you're confident that you can make something out of your life and that's what you where you want to go i stand behind you for 100 so i kept seeing myself saying no don't do this school and i had to step back and, had, and you know god had to remind me that's his life now this is his path you took him as far as you know you, what hmm? I, I tell you what angie being a uh you know former collegiate athlete and and play out of state uh-huh. let him go that's how you're gonna find yourself because if you stay too close to home First of all, it's going to be too easy for him to get here. Yeah, Second yeah. Second of all, it's going to be a lot of distractions. Yes. You know, I think, I think they'll, I, I encourage all, all young athletes. Mm-hmm. Man, when y'all graduate high school, get the hell away from here. I tell them that you, too. Leave your friends, yeah. leave all these friends and people behind, trust me. They'll be, go out there and get your degree. Go out there and get your degree that extends. 
And and trust me, they'll be easy to find when they get back because they'll be right here doing the same thing. And that is true. Find yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Just just go go and find yourself. Go out there and find yourself and become a man. Mm-hmm. You know. And and he'll he's gonna have some experiences that that'll last a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And then he'll be honestly. That's what that's what uh, transformed me into being who I am right now. The fact that I experienced all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, different. You know. All those bumpy roads, you know, being an athlete and and going through things and meeting new people and gotta make gotta make decisions that you know would be easier to make if you was here. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta make decisions by yourself. And trust me, he might get out there and might not want to come back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's you know, fine. That's a good mm-hmm. thing. Now, now you said you you said you said fine. You saying um you saying um live his own life. That's definitely living his own life right mm-hmm. there definitely so i would in, i would encourage him to leave man get as far away from him as possible and i told him get that i told him i said it want the i said the first opportunity i get when opportunity present itself with my podcast or whatever God's allowed me to do, I said, I'm leaving Tampa. You know, we're going to talk about that's a different state. Cause you know, in Tampa, in some parts of Tampa, some people, they don't support you like they supposed to. You have to go out of your city or time order for them to support Listen, you. And I, it's I'm sad. Say, yeah. yeah I, I'm going to, I'm going to say this right here. Um, I'm in Tampa. I have, I have people coming from Fort Myers, Jacksonville, Whoa. Titusville, uh, Cocoa. I have them coming from all over the train. Frostproof, Seabury. Oh, dang. Yeah, they, they come from all over the place. And, you know, what's kind of sad is, you know, those people don't even live here. I'm right here. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of people here that are, you know, it's a lot of people here that, you know, you know, it's it's a lot. Well, I'm just gonna say it, it's a lot of haters here. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's a lot of haters here, and it's a lot of people that don't. Um. They they don't. I, I'm not gonna say they don't recognize real. Is it's like if you ain't rolling in a circle, or if you if you if you're a little different, if your thinking is a little bit a little bit different than them, and you can you can challenge them without even just by just by your. Um, appearance or your presence mm-hmm. and they see you as a threat then that's what you get mm-hmm. this place I mean not the, not I love my city I'm glad that the bugs and the lightning and the rays are doing well but right here in our community man you don't get no love around here for doing nothing positive you get shit you get love around here for doing the opposite <laughs> exactly or they got their hand out they want for free i had a yeah. artist because i i have a uh retired angela blessed guys so if you don't know um so i do support a lot of local artists it's just the point that when i do give them leeway is more is like they kind of me they still continue to want something for free or they never uh i don't want to say recognize me or i'll be like hey i'm gonna play your song I'm going to promote you for free. Just, you know, give them a shout out for the radio station. Never have that. Never see them do that. Because I think they'd rather have 95.7 or 94.1, those bigger stations to get them to um, be noticed when you got people right here that has people that can support you right now. Because I don't, two people don't got signed by somebody seeing them interviewing with me. Another person don't got into so many doors because she, she was on my, my talk show. So it's not even that. But moving along, we're going to talk about it later. So coaches coaching for the wrong reason. Tell us about that. Man, um, 
I got something to say. Y'all know y'all did wrong. I That's why. I got yeah. I, I have a, I have a few stories with that man. Um. Uh, and I had to come to realize it. Like the the as the years went by, I came to realize that people people are um people have ulterior motives to mm-hmm. uh, doing things, mm-hmm. and when they're coaching. A lot of people not coaching and not doing this from the heart because if they was doing it from the heart, they would be a certain way, they would walk a certain way, and they'll be perceived a certain way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I coach from the heart. I perce- I'm being I be perceived a certain way, and actually, you know, I I, I honestly I, I don't mind being an asshole. I get off on it, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I just I, like I said, I just keep everything uh, real as real as it can be. Um, I ain't gonna cut no corners. A guy, I remember a man I was coaching with years ago. He always said, "Coach, you don't let them slide with nothing. No, you can't let them slide with something. Cause the very, the very minute that you let them slide with something, it's gonna cost you a game. Mm. Or when they ain't playing football no more, it's gonna cost them jail. It's gonna cost them their freedom. Mm-hmm. Or it's gonna cost them their life. So you can't let them slide. You gotta love them hard. You gotta love them hard. You gotta be firm, fair, and consistent." And you got to tell the truth. As, like my mama said, you got to tell it like a T.I. is. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you're crippling kids. So that's the problem I'm having. Like, you know, like now I don't even want to coach no more. I just want to train and just go watch my kids play. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to do. And even that's a problem because you got coaches, you got coaches who are, who are, who are actually bump heads with a trainer. I got people bumping heads with me. I don't even know. I, I'm finding out now. And that was my next. Qu- that was my out. next question now, too. Going, yeah, to, coaches going to get now. trainers. I'm finding out now, and I'm like, man, look, coaches, trainers are are only to help. Yeah. We should be doing it together. We ain't doing it together because people's Tampa people here want glory. Mm-hmm. People here want glory. People people want glory. They want clout. They yes. Want he was just talking about that. Yes. They want, they want authority. Yes. You know. I don't give a damn about no authority. I don't give a damn. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't give a damn about being a head coach. Or anything. I'm a. I'm a foot. I'm one of those foot soldiers. I'm. I'm gonna go out there and get my. I'm gonna do the dirty work. You're a trailblazer. That's what you are. A trailblazer. You. Yeah, tra- you I, made yeah, the way. I do the dirty work. Yeah. Because you got. I don't see. I don't been coaching. I don't been coaching with coaches that are. They'll do anything just to get along, or just to be light, or just for somebody to just want to keep them around, mm-hmm. like a popularity contest. Man, I, I'm not on that. I don't care if you don't like me. Because one thing, I, my integrity, my integrity and my character and my passion will never will never be in question. Exactly. When I've been told I'm mean, I, I've been told I'm mean and I'm at mean. How, how are you mean when you played the game and people, when you played the game and had some great teachers and they, and I, and I had coaches that they expected a lot out of me. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them I still talk to to this day, even in college and from over in Europe. I still talk to them to this day. When they expect a lot out of you, they gonna push you. They gonna be on you like that. Mm-hmm. And and that's how I do every kid that I'm with. You know, every kid that I train, I I let them know. Especially when I see something, I, I always always I always demand more. Exactly. Because if you don't demand more, then they're not gonna get better because they only gonna come out there and give you. They ain't gonna. They ain't gonna give you what they. They ain't gonna give you what they got. They gonna give you what they want to give you. Mm. That's not gonna be enough. 
It's just like it's just like you just like you have a midwife and you're about to have a baby. They guide you through the pushing process and everything. And that's how mentoring and coaching and um, life coach, that's all what it's all about. We are the trailblazer. We do the dirty work so they, they can get where they need to go at. We are the one that paved the way, like the highways and the you know streets and stuff so they can get where they need to go at. And a lot of people don't know that, you know what I'm saying? And it's okay, like you said. I like, I like when no one... When I don't need to be like, I need to do what I need to do, and that's it. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't care. I don't care if you don't like. I, I really can give. I can give two hoops if you don't like. Mm -hmm. What well, What you need to understand is, what you need to understand is, I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing it for these kids mm -hmm. and these and these young athletes. You know, I'm doing it for them. I'm doing it to help them. I even told them. I just got done telling the kid today. I, I'm not. I'm here for you. I'm here the whole way. You ain't gotta like me. You ain't got to like me neither. <laughs> but just know one day you're going to look up and you're going to realize that man really care about me. Yes. He, mm -hmm. he, he tough on me, but he care. And, and I was always told if, if, a, if I'm saying something to you, if I'm pushing you, if I'm always on you, I'm dogging you out, that's because I see something in you that you don't even see. And I care. Once I stop talking to you, then be worried because that means that I don't think much of you. I don't think you're going to mount to anything. I don't think you're going to help the team win or whatever it is. You know, you're just going to, you, you're going to have, you're going to catch hell. Mm -hmm. You're going to catch hell. And that's almost like when you, when you don't talk to uh, your player, that means you giving up on them. Mm -hmm. And nothing is more, nothing is more like damaging or frustrating to a kid or young athlete than to know that somebody gave up on them. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, they go back to the first question that you asked me. A lot of times you give up on a kid because of parental interference. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Parents don't understand how they damage kids. Mm, yes. How they, how they damage stuff. Yes. How they, they'll make a kid not want to play football. Yes. And, you know, stuff like that. Football is a blood sport. You know, you there's no nice way to prepare a kid to play football mm -hmm. and, and and I think the sooner that everybody understands that you know the better off we'll be good um, it's, mm -hmm. it's tough what about we were talking about I saw you post on you before I go to the other four questions we have left um what about um this is not in question but I love what you said because I asked a couple of the kids on um kids young men on semi-protein I asked one boy on the interview um, last week, uh, what you think is important? Is it speed or talent? So I heard you say it's talent. Well, I, I think Hartwell, speed, to me, speed is overrated. Mm -hmm. Talent talent is overrated. Because mm -hmm. talent ain't nothing without a work ethic. Mm -hmm. Ain't none of that, none of that ain't worth a damn without a work ethic. Mm -hmm. Work ethic is more important. Speed is overrated. Talent is overrated. I done seen some talented. I done seen some talented kids get the hell beat out of them by a kid that was less talented because mm. that kid worked harder and prepared. Talent, talent, and that's what the problem is with people around here. They think talent gonna get them. They rely on their talent, and I'm guilty of it too. When we was younger, me and a good friend of mine, we was talking about it. We didn't have much, mm -hmm. but what we should have did more of was simple that the little stuff like lifting weights and taking care of our body. Because we was relying on what we had. Mm -hmm. And sooner or later, when you get to college, that ain't going to be enough. Mm -hmm. You know? So, yeah, yeah, speed is overrated. 
It's good to have, but everybody don't have speed. That was the post. Speed is good, but everybody don't have it. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have it, now what? What if you don't have speed? Mm -hmm. You know, but honestly, what if you do have speed? Are you gonna are you gonna add something else to your to your toolbox to be other than fast? You know, and, and you know that's that's my whole hang up with speed. You know, I, I wasn't I wasn't a very fast player, and you know, but I had a high IQ and and some ability mm -hmm. and and work, and you know that's that's what it's gonna take. It's gonna take a work that work ethic, and it's gonna take it's just gonna take for people to understand that. You know, once you master something, you got to do that simple stuff mm -hmm. over and over again. Cause like they say. That 20%, the 20% that you work on, the 20% that you need is gonna, is gonna determine what that other 90% gonna be. Mm -hmm. That 20%. Like if you, if you, honestly, if you're running back, I teach the kids about that 20%. And, and, and 20, 10% of that is ball security. Mm -hmm. You go over that 20%, it'll take care of that, it'll take care of that 90% and put you at the 110% that you need to play at. Mm -hmm. But if you keep focusing on the 90%, that's what we got now. Especially around here, people focus on that 90% and don't work on that 20%. Mm -hmm. And then that, that's why you see a lot of sloppy football around here because no one takes the time out to worry about that 20%. The 20% is that small stuff that you need. That 20% will cost you a game. Mm -hmm. That 20% or get you suspended from school. Mm -hmm. That 20% you'll fail that math test. Your, that 20% won't get you into college. Mm -hmm. That 20 that 20% that 20% will look, get you to lose you you'll lose your job. That's mm -hmm. it's, it's tw that 20% and that's just in life. Mm -hmm. That 20% you need to focus on covers that whole 90%. And that's why when he said speeds don't matter, speed matter when you're running from a pit bull, y'all. Don't let it try to fool you. I'm just playing. <laughs> when you're running from a dog, you better have some speed. <laughs> speed. Yeah, speed. What, what, good is, what good is speed? What good is speed if you can't? What good is speed if you don't know how to use it? And that is exactly like a roll runner. Beep, beep. <laughs> yeah, what, what good is speed if you don't know how to use it? Yeah. So with the. Uh, there's, there's tons of fast people around here. Mm-hmm. Tons give of it too. Yeah, give me that. Give me, give me that guy that's less talented, that's willing to work, and and had and, and will and have have enough sense to say, you know what, I'm gonna beat him in other ways. Give me that person. That say, you know what, he might be fast, but he ain't gonna outwork me. Give me that person. And you know what, I they, the guy that's fast, the guy that's fast gonna rely on that, and and that's all he gonna care about. Mm -hmm. And then when it don't work for him, he gonna get frustrated. You and know what? Yeah, you know what the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, one of the guys was doing a report said he said when they what on um, Tampa Bay Lightning made it to the playoffs, right? Oh uh, no, the, I'm sorry, Tampa Bay Rays. Is it Tampa Bay Rays? The baseball players, they made it to the uh -huh. the champion. What well, they made it to the playoffs too, right? Yeah, they they yeah they did a great cup. They won the great cup. Oh, they actually did. Yeah, uh, so what he said and what caught my attention 
I love, I like baseball. I don't love it. Um, my favorite sports really is track and field. That's what I love. And what he, and what he said the to light, me. You talking about? Hold on. You talking about the Lightning or the Rays? No, I'm sorry. The Rays. The Rays. The Rays. The Rays. Okay, the Rays lost to the Dodgers. Okay, but they made it a lot. They made it far though. They made it to the World Series. Yeah. yeah. They made it to the World Series. And so he said that they got a bunch of players that nobody wanted, and he said they trained them to be great, and they became great players. That caught my Shoot. attention. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that's an amazing thing to say. That he caught my attention. I'm like, wow, that that's very that amazing that thing to say. That lets you know how brilliant they. That lets you know how brilliant they front office, they staff. That lets you know how brilliant everybody is where where it counts. Mm-hmm. You know that just lets you know that's a that's what you call a, a well or machine mm-hmm. and um, a, a ship that's gonna stay afloat. Mm-hmm. But what you got? I'm coming back to Tampa because my city is my city is a trip. Yeah, we got a lot of people around here. Honestly, they they rather be the captain of a sinking ship mm-hmm. than to let their crew than to let their crew keep it afloat. Mm-hmm. They rather have that. They rather have the title of being the, the the head dog. You know that that boat that ship hit that ship done hit that iceberg and going down nose up. Captain, I'm gonna get off and get on my light route. Uh-huh. You can go down with that ship, Captain, because that's what's gonna happen. But you got—that's what we got a lot of here. We got a lot of people that's, you know, glory hound, power hungry, no one, no unity. People don't want to come together, and that's not me criticizing. That's just me telling the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, and and, and you know, I, I just—I'm kind of like just fed up with it. I'm kind of fed up with it. And, and you could say I'm I'm just gonna go continue to go on Facebook and I'm gonna say it because it need to be it need to be said. <laughs> somebody to say it. <laughs> yeah, I just posted somebody need to say something. It might as well be me. <laughs> so I'm gonna say it and I know and I and, and you ever notice when you I don't do the shit for likes. I just tell the truth. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna tell you, you know you can you know when you post something that's real when very few people like it. Yes. When very few people like it, that means a lot. It's a lot of cowards out here that don't want to address situations. Mm-hmm. They don't want to address what it really is. And even if you know it's wrong and you don't address it, you're a part of that problem. You the problem. Mm. You the problem because you're scared of what's gonna happen to you. You're scared of what's gonna happen to you or what people gonna think about you. A lot of people walk around here to say they they say they don't give a damn what people think about them. They say that, but look at their actions and how they walk. Nah. What you saying or what you doing don't line up. Mm-hmm. If your circle, honestly, from where I'm standing at, if your circle ain't small, if every, honestly, if everybody like you, you doing something wrong, wrong. anyway. Yep. If everybody like you, everybody not supposed to like you. That's not how this. That's not how this is set up. Mm-hmm. People come from their own. People been raised different. They had their own beliefs. Some of them don't even make no damn sense. So you know they suppose you supposed to have some somebody that that's a hater somewhere. Yeah. But 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 you know the reason why they hate probably stupid, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You well, know it's just sad around here. That's all. It's it's, it's very disappointing. So Trevor basically answered all his questions stuff with three guys all in one. <laughs> so we yeah. gotta. So but um, we still have three more um questions I have to ask you. What what's what's, what's going on with Daddy Ball? What's about Daddy Ball? Oh man, I know a few dads that you know I and they'll tell you 
there's, there's a few dads that I tell them, boy, y'all blessed to have a dog in this fight. You guys are truly blessed, and you, you know. And, 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 you know, a couple of dads, I know they're pretty grounded when it comes to this stuff. They're mm-hmm. pretty grounded, and, they're, and you know, they understand it. They, they understand it, and it's, um, you know, that's just, it, it's tough because you got some people around here. I heard a coach, I heard, I heard a coach say, I don't, I, long as, long as my son get his, I'm okay. Oh. And, and you know that, and you know, you hear a lot of stuff. I heard a lot of stuff going on around here with daddy ball. And you can see some of it too. You can see some of it too, but you know what? They crippling their own kid because mm-hmm. they in the way. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, yeah, it's a bunch of them. That's, that's bad when they in the way. And, you know, because yeah, sometimes, they, they in the yeah. Way. I have to step back for my kids, too, because I have five boys. I actually have four that's still at home, and three of them is in high school, and one is in middle school. So as they start gaining their own um, interests and their own personalities, I asked them now, instead of me saying, no, you're going to do what I tell you to I, I had to back off and not be like that, how uh, my mother was or how my aunties was. You know what I'm So I gave them a choice. You know, Not a choice. I gave them what they think they should be. Even though I see their gifts. I still have to make them choose. I still have to allow them choose what they want to do. If they mess up, they that you know they as long as they get back up and try again. So I no longer force. I was that parent. I used to force my my three older kids to do what I tell them to do, you know. And then I had to have a reality check from them talking to me and sitting me down. And so that opens my eyes up, you know, and even yeah. with me mentoring children too, we cannot, even though we see their gift, we cannot, we can tell them what their gifts is, but we, it has to be up to them if they want to choose that path to go down or not, you yeah, know? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they should. Yeah. And yeah. Stuff like so that. Daddy ball is just, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's, it's a man groupies. And a curse because, yeah, because <laughs> men like, some that's a blessing it's a lot of you know it's a lot of men around here i like i told you i tell them they bless you bless mm-hmm. your son your son actually play quarterback on the team your son play running that's a man that's a any man's dream mm-hmm. for his son to see his son pop a 60 yard touchdown or throw a throw you know throw a touchdown pass or play quarterback or running back on an undefeated team that's like man that that's a man that is a awesome Mm-hmm. But you have people, you know, you have people that abuse it. Mm-hmm. You have people, the ones that play daddy ball are the ones that sold, that, them the ones that's living through their kids. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that's like, they worry about, they worry about one kid over, overshadowing their kid. Mm-hmm. You know, competition. That's what, daddy ball ain't nothing but parents in competition with each other. Mm-hmm. The kids will be the best of damn friends. It be them parents that be messing everything up, mm-hmm. messing everything up. Some of them ain't never played football. It be a lot of factors. Some of them never played football, living through the kids. Exactly. Some of them just, some of them just feel like some of them, you know, ain't never won nothing before. Don't know what it's like to win nothing. Exactly. And and, and, and you know, and forcing their kids to do stuff. Mm. The kids, the kids are not. The kids are, you know, honestly, really innocent through all of this. It's these damn parents, and you know, daddy ball. It's it's a it's a concern, and it's a problem around here. Mm-hmm. It's a problem around, and then the daddies will move up with the kids. So know? let me ask you this about Deion Sanders. Do you think he took that offer because his son is at that school? No, no, no. no I'm just asking no, questions. 
Dion is a force. Dion is Dion is a basically look. We talking about Jesus and cleats. And he's a Hall of Famer, and he spits a lot of knowledge. And you know what? No, he had no. I I would I would I I applaud him. That he that ain't daddy ball what he. Listen, That's I respect daddy. I respect this man. I, when I saw how he lived, despite of what everybody was talking about him, but I saw how he. Um, treated his children like how a father was supposed to treat them no matter what his celebrity status was he treated them how they were supposed to be treated and i respect him even more despite of what everybody else were saying about him you know i respect a lot of man, athletes they can say what they want about him that man a hall of fame that man is a hall of fame db arguably one of the best players in history arguably a, a once every generation type of player mm-hmm. arguably probably a once in a lifetime type of player mm-hmm. whatever he says is golden he ain't he ain't cut no corners he ain't bsing you he telling you what it is and I, I i i applaud him going to uh jackson state and doing what he's doing because i played at an hbcu mm-hmm. and when he said that the flint we he said the playing field got to be level Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's tough and those are strong words but it does have to be playing the playing field does have to be level because hbcus you know lose out on a lot of things mm-hmm. especially like you know they don't get them they, they make money mm-hmm. they make money but you know the football programs but you know it's a lot of things going on that you know that i don't that i you know i can't discuss but i behind doors yeah at yeah but um you know it's just you know from the facilities to you know all that stuff how you how you gonna compete how you gonna compete with a with a with a with a million dollar billion dollar program if you only bring if you find if you only taking 500 a half a million to even keep your program functional Mm -hmm. so you know, I can't I can't comment on that stuff, but I can't say this. I love what Dion is doing, and Dion is gonna take one of those giants, one of those giants. Like, I don't I don't think it would be necessarily be an FBS school, but he's gonna take one of those. He's gonna he's gonna giant. He's gonna slay a few giants soon. And I love it. I love it. And I will. I wish. A few giants soon. I wish more you know? athlete would get in, not be like him, but start taking over schools just like that. Because it's more to when you're hurt. And you injure and you can't play sports no more. I think that sometimes your calling is to go into one of those schools and say those schools that help them bring them up. That's why, yeah, that man doing he doing what he called to do. And that's amazing. With, with, all, he, with all that he's accomplished, with all that he's accomplished, he owes it. He owes it to this to these kids, these youngsters, to steer them in the right direction. Mm-hmm. He owe it to them, you know. And that's what he's doing. He holding himself accountable, and he's saying, "You know what? Hey, I, I have to do this." Mm-hmm. So I, I come, I, you know, I applaud him. I'm glad he did it, and for his sons to go play for him, I, I applaud that too. That ain't no daddy ball right there. That's awesome. His son, his son know the system. Mm-hmm. His son know the offensive scheme that he wants to run. Mm-hmm. Why not get him? I, if I'm gonna go down, I'm gonna. I'd rather go down with somebody that know the system than somebody that don't know it. Because mm-hmm. if somebody know it. Now that person has a whole that to me, people. I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, man. I know Dion, Dion, Dion on his kids' ass. I know. Yeah, he, heck yeah, he always happened. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna if you go look at the 
Dion, if you go look at Dion, when he talked to his kids, when he talked to his kids before they get ready to play, he always asked them, what's your last name? When he say, what's your last name? Man, that's it right there. That means don't mess my name up, boy. That don't mess our name up, boy. You gotta live <laughs> up to it. What I did, what I built, you gotta live up to it. Mm. You gotta live up to it. That's why his son's brash and they cocky and they and, and I'm pretty and I know they're working hard. I know they are. Mm-hmm. But y'all, he asked him that. What's your last name? Sanders. So if that's your last name, man, you already in my shadow. You already in my shadow. I'm your daddy. I'm in the Hall of Fame. I'm arguably the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Make it I'll pave your own way though. Mm-hmm. But but you still my son. So I don't have a problem with you know him having having Shiloh and Shadour come play for him. I I think it's awesome. Yeah, I have about ten. We got about ten more minutes. Um, Antonio Brown um, from Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You think his career is over with? No, hell no. He's still he's still he's still a top ten receiver. He'll top he'll top eight. Mm-hmm. He'll top five to me. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, look at it like this. Since him and Le'Veon Bell left Pittsburgh, what the hell Ben Roethlisberger did? Now they're trying to get rid of his ass. Whoa. Man, A.B. is that deal. That's why Tom, everybody wanted to slander that man name because of his off-the-field problem. Uh-huh. Uh, and I hear people say, ah, it's just his character in question. Man, look at it. Everybody needs a second chance. Yes. Everybody. Yes. That man, that man, that man came here, that man came here. And he op- he opened it, he opened up the playbook for everybody. That man made everybody better. So I, I love me some AB. And I see Tom Brady too. He's like it's like he's a different person. He's opening up. It's a side that you I, I actually man, see Tampa, him like Tampa happy. Tampa done turned Tom Brady out. T- turned Tom Brady into a homeboy. <laughs> Because I didn't want, like, due to the COVID thing. But they was kind of six feet apart. But he was actually in the circle dancing. I got to find the video. I'm going to put it. I can put it out now. Tom Brady, man. Tom Brady. And actually, (laughs) you know what? That dude, Tom Brady, all right. Uh Tom Brady, good dude. He he just, it's just when he takes what he he does seriously. He loves. That's the love. That's that love they have. have, You know what? I'm not, I can't say I'm a Tom Brady fan, but you got to call him to go. Yeah. Cause he, he he go cause he don't take nothing for granted. That man goes out there and earns everything he gets. He earns it. Even at forty three years old, you and gotta I, call him to go. I see and how I he talked to his kids it. and his wife, and it's just amazing because he here we go again. We looking at the news and everything, and the media just be throwing lies majority of the time and trying to destroy people's character, like you said. But you can't judge a book by its cover. You got to get to know who those people are and and, and what Tom they do. Tom yeah. Brady always been that. He's always been that guy. Mm-hmm. He's always been that guy. And you know the game. The game is going when he's gone. Ain't, ain't gonna be nobody else. It's no no other quarterback not gonna be able to do what he did because they ain't gonna be around long enough. Nobody ain't gonna play no twenty two years. It ain't gonna be a quarterback. It ain't gonna ever be a, when him and Drew Brees retire. Mm-hmm. There will never be a quarterback that will play twenty. It ain't even gonna be a quarterback that's gonna play fifteen years. They, that's a stretch. It's mm-hmm. not gonna happen no more. But um, no, nah, Tom Brady. Tom Brady is awesome. But I love me some Antonio Brown. And the Bucks would be a damn fool to let that man get out of here. Mm-hmm. What, he, he, what about you know, J.J. Watt? Huh? 
Huh? What about JJ Watts? Oh man, that that man just that man tired of losing. <laughs> I said that too. That I told my son that. <laughs> He's gonna he, fly. He's gonna soar. He was just stuck in one spot too long. He was just stuck there too long, and the Texans ain't trying to get better. He see that and want it out. That's all. Mm -hmm. He need a change. And JJ Watt is fine. He's gonna be okay. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I just appreciate Trevor because listen to me guys um, I do do uh, Real Talk with Angela West so I usually do with artists and actors and you know people in that nature and so when I uh, branched out on my, on, on my own platform I went out to the field and one of his players said that what about us we're, we're some type of artists and I'm looking at him like what the hell are you talking about and so as I sat there and watched these boys go through condition and how they put their bodies through stuff and, and I was like you know, why not get their stories? Why not get their testimonies? Right. You know, why not talk to them and see where they came from, what they've been through? And so I said, okay, you know, go ahead, Angela. It's nothing wrong with that. So I started the Jive Sports Podcast just for that, for anyone that's in sports, anyone that's going through mental illness, anything, injuries in the sports that may cause them to, you know, have some kind of like, you know, anything. And I'm just here to help. So hopefully I can pass this. Uh, podcast along to somebody i'm just uh, the producer of it and right now i'm just standing in the gap for somebody else to come along to start interviewing other people but i definitely appreciate trevor for giving me that time to come on his field and met uh, and to meet with uh, other nfl players and other people that's going to uh, marine uh not arena football what's that uh what are they going is that arena football yeah yeah because yeah because yeah, no uh some of them playing arena some of them playing over in europe too and, you know it's so many like I, you know i I wouldn't call myself a trailblazer, but when I went over there, football, American football was coming over there. Mm -hmm. it, 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 American football is, is big over there now. Not, you know, it's big over there. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like it was when I, you know, when I played over there, it was like, seemed like it was in the damn stone ages. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, it's, it's different now. They come, they actually come get people over here now. Mm -hmm. you know, I was lucky to come in contact with, uh, you know, I played with a former coach, and, and I had an agent. I had an agent that played over there. And that's mm -hmm. how I was lucky enough to get over there. But um, now, man, now, man, they'll they'll come get you. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll come find you. So, mm -hmm. you know, doors been opening opening up for these young athletes, and you know, it's okay to play for the money, but play for the money. And actually, what I got out of it, I didn't make a lot of money doing it. Because it, like I said, it just started then. Mm -hmm. But you're rich in what you give, and you pour in what you keep. Exactly. So all, all this knowledge that I learned, all these offenses that I played in, and, and all the positions that I played, you, I have to train. Mm -hmm. I have to train these kids mm -hmm. because I, I have all this knowledge. Why would I sit on it? Why would I sit on this stuff when I could just pass it on down? Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. So that's what I'm doing. I'm passing it. Mm -hmm. But once again, the, the bump in the road is when you pass the knowledge, people, people for some reason see you as a threat and don't, they'll see you as a threat instead of just saying, you know what? This man is doing, you know, and, it's, and I'm, call, I'm doing what I call, what mm -hmm. I'm called to do. Mm -hmm. I'm doing what I'm called to do. 
It's, and that's the part of staying in your lane. You always hear me say on um, Real Talk, you have to stay in your lane. Stop worrying about what's going I, on to I your I left. I stay in my lane. I, I question. I stay in my lane. There's some things people do out here that make me raise my eyebrows. <laughs> I do stay in my lane. I do stay in my lane. Though, I, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm saying it's stuff people do out here that make me raise my eyebrows and say, you know what? What the hell well, is going on? But, exactly. You know, but I'm gonna mind my business. My, I stay in my lane. <laughs> yep. I definitely stay. I, I definitely stay in my lane. I know. I, I keep it. I keep it real and I keep it simple. Mm-hmm. But know, ain't nothing flashy about ain't, ain't nothing flashy about efficiency. Mm-hmm. Efficiency. You don't. You don't got to be flashy with it. Mm-hmm. See, people want flash now. People want flash and and and, and pretty drills and no no no. What I'm giving these kids is gonna translate. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. So where can they find you at? They can find me on Facebook. Um, uh, yeah, personal page is Trevor T-Rex Thornton. Business page is Cutback Running Back Academy. It's an open page. You ain't gotta, all you got to do is just join the group, go in there, browse around, see if it's what you like. Uh, Instagram is Cutback Running Back Academy. There's some underscores in there, but as soon as you type in Cutback, it'll come up. And coming soon, my website, which is cutbackacademy.com. It's under construction now. It'll be made soon. And you can also find me on Twitter, too. Cutback Running Back. Awesome. Twitter. Awesome. So I need you to encourage anyone that may be going through something, anyone that's looking for a team to join and that team hasn't reached out to them yet, or anyone that may need just a little push going down that path of extra oomph. What would you tell them? To all to the young athletes, to young athletes, uh, seeking a, uh, to live their dream, just keep going. Keep going no matter what. Because what you don't want to live with is that big work, that start, that small work and start with an R, regret. Mm-hmm. You don't want to, you don't want to go through that. Keep on pressing, keep pushing, keep pushing and, and put, put positive things out in the universe and you'll get it back. Even if you don't end up, even if you don't end up playing, in uh, uh, the higher levels, you have you have a story. You have a story and you can be a testimony to somebody. Mm-hmm. To, to you youngsters, uh, to you youngsters, same thing. Whatever, you, whatever your aspirations are, you can't get there without hard work. Any kind of pain or discomfort that you're having, go through it. Go through it. Get it over with every time. You'll be that much closer to where you need to be. Some babies... Man, some babies, we got you. We love you. We're going to protect you. We're going to bring you up in this game. We're going to teach you how to play it the right way. Parents, back off. <laughs> Let us have it. We got it. Coaches, back off. Coaches in Tampa, go look in the mirror. Find out what it is you need to fix. And mainly, I, I guarantee you, one of those things that you need to fix, coaches, is y'all ability to work with other people. Your ability to understand that you don't know everything. Your ability to understand that I need to educate myself on this game because it changed. Mm-hmm. The, the plain, and the plain old common sense to understand is we can't do nothing big without each other. Exactly. 
Oh, one more last question. So, um, Michael Jenner, I love him. God bless. You know, he rest his soul, rest in peace. So, Isaiah Rogers, I saying his name right. Isaiah Rogers was actually in Millic Militant High School. Um, this coming from um, on Michael Jenner. He told me this way before he passed away, and he went to school with my brother, so on uh, my son. So he said that uh, Isaiah Rogers wouldn't get no playtime. So what he did, he brought Isaiah Rogers uh, over to um, Blake High School. And so he started getting a little playtime. What's over? So Michael Jenner ended up dying before he saw him um, make it. So when he got drafted, that's when I was like, "Oh my, how can isn't that that boy that got drafted?" He was yeah, yeah, man. That's the, that was Michael Jenner um, um, mentor. So what do you talk? What do you say before you got four minutes? What do you say about coaches showing favoritism favoritism to people, knowing that that person have talent, but they want to they want to put who they want to put because they feel like. Go ahead. First of all, real quick, God bless Mike Jenneret and his family. Mike Jet, Mike Jenneret was a good dude, great dude. Awesome guy. Yes. He played, he played over in Canada too. I know that. Yes. You don't know that he played over in Canada too. Yes. Mike was a hell of an athlete. I watched Mike play when I was a youngster. I watched Mike play in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, I take um, man, that's um. And, and and before you answer that, and Mike, I love Mike. You know why I love Mike? Cause Mike one Mike wasn't scared to get information away like somehow some of these um other guys are. If he knew somebody's gonna be there, Angie, bring you and your kids up here. Angie, they having a um shoe drive. Um, come up here and get these Nikes. Blah blah. I love Angie. I got somebody up here. Come on, let's network. I love when he do that. Unlike some other people, I ain't gonna say their name or his name, but we're gonna leave him alone because you know who I'm talking about. But we're gonna leave him alone. And then, yes, center. Uh, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we're gonna leave that alone. Know. Just answer the question. A lot, a lot of people there, and you know, my mom always told me everybody that green in, in your face ain't your friend. Yeah. So my circle's small as hell, anyway. So uh -huh. I, when you see, whenever you see me, if I go to Little League football game, anytime you see me, I'm by myself anyway. Mm -hmm. So. You know that that rule don't apply to me. But what was the question? Um, about the favoritism about the coaches showing um other athletes favoritism and not paying uh, attention to the other ones. Okay, okay. Three Please. minutes. Uh, first of all, you are gonna treat players different. Uh huh. Because some players get it and some players don't. Uh huh. So you are gonna treat them different. Favoritism is what it is. It's a strong word, but I'm not gonna treat. I had, I had my not, I was coaching TU a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. And they said that I had treated this one specific kid. They said, Coach Trevor don't never yell at you. And the kid told him, because y'all don't never do what y'all supposed to do. <laughs> y'all don't never do what y'all told him. That's what the kid told him. So, yeah, you're going to treat people better. Now, if there's some pros and cons with favoritism. Yes. You know, that I ain't got enough time to talk about. Mm -hmm. But you are going to treat your star player better than you treat the player that you don't need. You mm. are going to treat them different. Mm. You are going to treat that above average player better than that average player. You are going to treat that average player better than that below average player. Mm. That's just the way it is. Now, in a perfect world, you put them all together and you make them push each other. Mm -hmm. You make the average guy, the above average guy push the below average and the average guy. You make them push. You push them. You make them push. You know, you mm -hmm. push them all to get better. In a perfect world, it don't always work like that, though. But that's where trainers come into play. Mm -hmm. If you're above, if you're below average, if you're below average, 
come to cut back. Let's see, let's see what we can fix. I bet y'all clean y'all. <laughs> ain't gotta be no Heisman Trophy winner, but I had, you ain't gotta be a Heisman Trophy winner, but I, you'll learn the game. Mm-hmm. You'll be different. So, favoritism is a strong word, but you are gonna treat some kids better than you are. Amen, yeah. You are. That's yeah. just the way it is. Mm-hmm. And it's some kids that you only gotta say it a handful of, not even a handful of times to. Mm-hmm. And it's some kids that you gotta say it to them all the time. This kids, I've been. This kids, I was coaching and training since they were nine years old. Still don't get it, mm. and they 12, 13 years old now. Mm. So you know, it, it, favoritism, strong word, and it happens. It it does happen. It does happen. But people just people get in the way. Yeah, okay. people get in the way. And the people, the main people that be complaining about favoritism, if they if it was if it was they child that was getting the favor, they won't say a damn word. Not at all. They want to say a damn word. So, really, really, they favoritism is really jealous. Okay. Which, which we ain't got, a, we ain't got enough time to talk about. <laughs> you always treat coach always treat you better than he treat us. That's because y'all hard headed and don't listen, and y'all don't make the damn play. Y'all get the same kind of coaching he make. He getting, he making plays, and y'all not. Go look in the mirror. And they do that in the NFL and it's semi-pro and all of that. It's just like, Johnson said it. yeah. Jimmy Johnson said he had a long snapper. He had a long snapper that don't get that much time. Fall asleep in a meeting. He cut him. He said Troy Aikman fell asleep in a meeting. He said hit Troy on the shoulder and said, hey, Troy, wake up. So, wow. you know, that that's what it is. Mm. People need to get out there. People need to get out their feelings. Mm. Now, in this time now, in these, in these days now, in athletics, you have to outwork people now. You cannot just line up and be better than nobody no more. You gotta outwork people. If you don't outwork people, you're gonna get left behind. And I see and that. I see that in the world of football now. I, my eyes are so much opened up everybody now. Working. Yeah. Everybody. Now, everybody working. Yes. Everybody. And, and, and it's not when you wanna work. It's not when Muhammad Ali said this, and I posted it. He said, I hated training. But I had to tell myself, go ahead and suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. Mm. He said he hated training. Floyd Mayweather. Man, I would I'd rather be I'd rather be in my big old theater in my house watching movies, but I gotta train to get ready for this fight. And it's one o'clock in the morning and I'm on my way to the gym. That's awesome. Yeah, that's with anything, business and all. You can't just lay there and not do anything. And for prime example, before we leave, Dan Williams, and congratulations to him, he's going to Canada, overseas somewhere to play. He said the same thing. I said, how have you been doing? I said, have you been working? He said, you think I'm just going to just sit there and not do anything? I train six to seven days a week. I'm like, whoa. He said, I have to. I have to. It's a must. Yeah. 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 You got to. There's there's no way around it. At all. There's absolutely no there's absolutely no way around it. Mm-hmm. There, and you know me as a trainer, I'm constantly doing homework. I'm I'm, I'm you know we we I gotta purchase videos. I gotta look at game film. We don't you know we don't I, I don't sleep neither. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't sleep neither. You just keep going and going. You gotta keep going. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna prepare these kids for battle, you owe it to them to keep going. You owe it to them to have enough respect for 
yourself and them and the game of football and people that believe in you to give them the time that they asking for, they paying for, that they looking for, they and they looking for results. Mm-hmm. Give it to them. Give it all to them. Educate these kids. The key thing is educate these kids. Yeah. Educate these kids. Stop getting them going out there playing like a bunch of N-words. N-word right, N-word left, N-word up the middle. No, man. You come to cut back, you're going to be smart. You're going to have an IQ. You ain't going to be a cut back. You ain't going to be training with cut back talking about, oh, yeah, I'm faster than you. I'm better than you. You ain't going to be talking like that. Exactly. I won't let kids talk like that. Mm-hmm. You're going to talk like you got some damn sense. We definitely. You're going to be humble. Yeah, you're going to be humble, and you're going you're gonna to be humble. You're going to know the game. You're going to have confidence, and you ain't going to have to say nothing. We definitely need to do um, a conference or something uh, in this summer. Definitely do something and get a whole bunch of football coaches together to talk to the youth, the right ones, and, you know, just talk to them, educate them, and, and, and also dis- um, t- t- teach them about discipline and respecting authority and so forth. So, sorry our time is up, but I'm definitely going to invite Trevor back. Uh, we got to yeah. just set up something and definitely just talk about other stuff because there's a lot of stuff that I see that's going on. A lot of stuff that I read about different NFL players that's going through. Not only NFL players, you know, basketball league and so forth. So, um, guys, stay tuned for Jive Sports Talk. It's going to be on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Virtus Radio and also on Anchor. So, guys, we'll talk to you soon. Be blessed. Love you guys and stay prayed up. Bye. <laughs>